the nerves that you're feeling, that anxious feeling, that iffiness in your stomach, it's a reminder that you care. It's a reminder that you are alive. And it is a reminder that you get to show up each and every day and go after whatever the hell it is that sets your soul on fire. Hey, everybody. Emily Abadi here. You are listening to another installment of Hurdle Moment from Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast where I sit down with everyone from your favorite athletes to top experts and industry CEOs to talk about their highest highs, toughest moments, and everything in between. We all go through hurdles in life, and my goal through these discussions is to empower you to better navigate yours and move with intention so that you can stride toward your own big potential and, of course, have some fun along the way. Today, I'm doing something a little bit unconventional for her little moment, and I am turning a listener question into a full-length episode of sorts. No, it's not of sorts. It's a full-length episode. Without further ado, let me play you Christine's listener question. Hi, my name is Christine. Uh, I currently live in Chicago, and I'm training for my first marathon. Um, In the past few long runs have been pretty hard mentally. I just, before I even start, I get nervous about the distance and the beginning of each run ends up being really hard. So I wonder if you have any advice for starting runs, especially long runs with positive vibes and positive energy to try to push you and propel you through your run. Thank you. All right. I'm just going to put this out there. Whether or not you like running, the answer to this question well, answers (laughs) to this question are 100% relevant to you. Because what Christine is asking is how can I kind of keep my act together? Notice how I didn't cuss there. (laughs) How can I keep calm and literally carry on and continue to level up to do hard things? And whether you're a new hurdler or a veteran hurdler, I appreciate you just the same. But you know that this is a lot of what we talk about on the show. And so when I heard this question come in, I knew that I wanted to give you my two cents on how to show up and do something that scares you, even when that fear at times can feel crippling. I've got you. I also want to point out that I would love to do this more often. I would love to really flesh out on listener questions more regularly on the show. So in order to do that, I need you to participate, which means I need your listener questions. It's super, super easy to submit one. You can do it just on your phone. And then you too can have the privilege of hearing your voice featured on the show to submit one ask me a question, head on over to the show notes and click leave me a voice message. Make sure you're following along with Hurdle over on the socials. It's at Hurdle Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And also I'm over at Emily Abadi. And with that, let's get to it. Let's get to hurdling. How do I find positive energy when I feel overwhelmed or anticipate feeling 
overwhelmed. If there was only like one magical thing that we can do every single time to navigate that, right? (laughs) The craziest part is, is that there kind of is. I have had a few different experts on the show before to talk about how to navigate heavy situations, these situations that give us butterflies and set our nerves on fire, right? And time and time again, what they come to the table with is often the piece of advice that it starts with your breath. Now, I am not going to make this (laughs) a 20-minute advertisement for Open, but I started using a breathwork meditation app called Open I would say like four or five months ago now, I've lost track of time, but integrating breathwork into my routine has taught me how to use that to my advantage in all different aspects of my life during all different times of my day. I know first and foremost, when I am approaching a situation that is going to make me feel some kind of way that I have the opportunity to take a deep breath and that that is completely and 100% within my control. I always come back to that, right? I always come back to this idea, what is the best that I can do with what I have? And I am very fortunate, as are you, that we have our breath at our disposal. And so maybe it's not, you know, a five or 10 minute or 20 minute breathwork practice, but perhaps it's just a few that help you come back into your body and regain control over your nervous system. So typically speaking, the first thing I do whenever I'm going to take on some sort of daunting task is take a few of those deep breaths. I'm a big fan of the box breath, which is in through the nose for four seconds, hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds. So in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. And just doing that, say, 10 rounds of box breath really helps me focus and come back into my body. So tip number one for you is breathe. Tip number two, and this might sound a little woo-woo, but if you follow me on Instagram, I reiterate to myself that I am capable of doing the thing that makes me anxious. I am the last person that's going to sit here and tell you that you need to kind of fluff your ego and say things that may not be true to hype yourself up. You don't need to lie to yourself and say that you are the fastest human on the face of the planet. Like, no offense. (laughs) You're probably, you're probably not. With that said, You can tell yourself things that are true, that are fact, that help you again come back into your body. My go-tos, I am strong, I am capable, I've got this. I am strong, I am capable, I've got this, right? Those three simple sentences, three word sentences, they make all of the difference for me. And it's the routine of it, right? It's the routine of affirming that I can do the task that is in front of me, even when my nerves may be getting the best of me a little bit. 
Fact is, there's only one way to find out, and you find out by beginning. So here, tip number two, come up with some sort of an affirmation practice that just like the breath work, brings you back into your body and tells you what you know to be true. That is the sticky part, right? About our feelings and our thoughts. Our thoughts are not our feelings. I'll say that again. Our thoughts are not our feelings. So if someone makes you, you get to choose how you feel. No one can make you feel inferior or incapable without your consent. And it starts with that inner dialogue because, hey, I've been there too. I'm there almost every single day. We can be our own biggest critics. But what do you say to yourself when you are by yourself? How do you speak to yourself? And is that dialogue a dialogue that you would be proud of if it was on blast for the whole neighborhood to hear, even if you are getting out at the 5 a.m., 6 a.m., early morning hours, like I tend to. Those affirmations, they're small, but they can be a game changer and maybe just the key you need to level up and fight back against those nerves. My tip number three, it's organize, 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 organize. Four times for a little extra emphasis here. Everything that you can do to take the decision work out of the event that's about to make you anxious is in your best interest. So whether this is some sort of a run or perhaps it's a big presentation, next week I'm going to be on a stage in front of, God, I don't even know how many people, maybe a 1,000, maybe 2,000, sitting next to Ashley Graham and moderating a keynote discussion. And I certainly have a whole lot of nerves about this. I am amped. I'm excited. I am like in awe of her fabulousness. (laughs) With that said, this week right now, I'm doing absolutely everything I can so that I can reduce my anxiety and be truly present in the moment. That means things like reading her book, listening to other podcasts that Ashley has been on, studying up, preparing, knowing exactly what I'm going to wear, going over the timeline when I have to be there, making sure that I know the names of my points of contact. I am doing absolutely everything that is within my power to reduce my anxiety so I can show up and do what I do best. And that, hopefully is interview and have a good discussion. So let's bring this back around. Let's bring this back to running. Organize, 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 organize. I believe that's for organizes. Clothes, gear, start there, right? So know what you're going to wear before you head out for your run. Try to wear stuff that you've worn before and you know that you like. If you're going to be out there for a while, you want to make sure that you are comfortable. Make sure on the gear front that this also extends to your fueling and what you're going to be putting in your body during that amount of time. Make sure you're taking in nutrition so that you can stay out there and give your muscles what they need. And also on the fueling note, have some sort of a strategy. Know that you should be intaking some sort of electrolyte or 
gel, goo, bar, whatever your go-to fuel is, every 40 to 50 minutes is the golden rule. If you're going to be out there for more than give or take 75 minutes. There's a lot of different recommendations out there when it comes to exact timeline, but you are going to know your body best. Make sure that you try things out as your training progresses so that you can home in on your Goldilocks fueling strategy. Now, other things in the organize, 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 organize category. Know where you're getting your liquids from as well. Maybe you're running a route where there are ample water fountains. That's great. But if you're not, are you going to be running with some sort of a hydration vest or a bottle that you're carrying along with you that will help you push on? It doesn't matter if you're in the thick of summer or running goodness in December. You need hydration either way. So make it a priority and know exactly where that is going to be coming from. And the last thing in this organize, 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 four organizes category is know where you're going to go. The worst thing that you can do is head out and not have a strategy, not only because of safety. It is so, so important that you have some understanding of your surroundings, but it is also important because this will help you plan out and be able to visualize what's on deck. Having some sort of intel like, hey, I know that there's going to be a series of hills starting at mile four, or knowing that if I turn around at this exact point and run an out and back, that I'll be back home at just the right distance. These are all things that are going to be helpful for you in the long run. And again, alleviate some of that anxiety. That, again, is the name of the game. Whether you're running whether you're presenting, whether you're going into a meeting, whether you're walking into a hard conversation, whatever anxiety-inducing event is ahead of you, you can keep your calm by implementing the organize, 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 organize strategy. taking a break from today's episode to talk to you about my sponsors. First up, my friends at Open. Now, I mentioned Open before, and now is as good of a time as any for you to get in on the Open action as well, especially if you're gearing up for something that may make you feel some kind of way. Open offers unlimited live and on-demand breathwork meditation, yoga, Pilates, and more. Plus, you can connect directly with teachers during in-class live streams, which is a lot different than other breathwork classes and apps that I have tried from home. You can also bring a friend to any class with unlimited guest passes, and it's designed for all levels. Like I said, whether you want something that's one minute or 30 minutes, they have got you covered. Let us take a class together. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Open is giving her to listeners 30 days free when you visit with open W I T H O P E N.com slash hurdle. Again, you can join me on open by going to with open.com slash hurdle. Let me know what you think and I'll see you in class. Also got to give some love to my friends at Inside Tracker. 
I recently got my results back from what I believe is now my third ultimate panel. And I am feeling really empowered knowing more about what is happening inside my body. So for those of you that aren't in the loop just yet, think of Inside Tracker as your personalized health dashboard. They analyze your biological data and then provide you a clear picture of what's going on inside of your body with science-backed recommendations so that you can take control of your own health. Now, how do they do this, Emily? Well, I am glad that you asked. It's super simple. I do a mobile blood draw where a phlebotomist comes to my apartment, sounds so fancy, and draws my blood. And then that sample is sent to the Inside Tracker Labs where it goes through a deep analysis and I am provided with all of this helpful feedback. With the ultimate test, you get up to 43 different blood biomarkers, including glucose, cholesterol, cortisol, and hemoglobin. And it's really just a complete and holistic analysis of your health. For me, this analysis has helped me improve my athletic performance, large in part because of the data-driven recommendations that are offered to me through precise adjustments to my diet, my exercise, and supplement intake to help me get to where I want to be. With that said, you know that I have a deal to offer you. <laughs> you gotta head on over to Inside Tracker and get in the mix yourself. It's insidetracker.com slash hurdle to get up to 20% off the entire store today. Again, that is insidetracker.com slash hurdle to get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store today. And now that brings us to tip number four. Find the small wins in it. Break it up into little doables. Regardless of what you are tackling, what hurdle you are trying to hop over here, it is so helpful when you break up a task into smaller, more doable parts period. I talked about this in an episode of Five Minute Friday not all that long ago, but this year for my marathon training, a big focus is negative splits, which for those of you that are unfamiliar are exactly what it sounds like. Basically, your goal is as the run goes on, you want to be running each segment faster than the last, even if it is just by a few seconds. And I've noticed that for me in my training, by doing this, I have a new goal every, goodness, eight to nine and a half minutes, right? I, every eight to nine and a half minutes, think to myself, okay, if I can just get through this next mile, if I can just get through this next mile, if I can just get through this next mile. And it feels really rewarding each and every time I hear that little beep on my watch that I have done something and I've done it well. It gives me something to focus on and celebrate that isn't simply just I got through the entire shebang, right? Because when you're looking at something and it's going to take a reasonable amount of time, you're going to need something else to hold on, a carrot in front of you that makes you excited to keep on keeping on. So tip number four, find the small wins in it and be proud of yourself for each and every single one that you check off. Tip number five, if you are capable, squad 
up surrounding yourself with other people who are trying to attain the same difficult thing that you are trying to attain, I will promise you each and every single time it makes it easier. Trust me. I used to be the kind of person that really loved to go at these alone. And because of circumstance, I have been doing many of them, my long runs this year in preparation for the London Marathon alone as well. And there is just something else when you've got other people that are deep in the trenches with you to help push you to where you want to be, even if it's just holding physical space for each other, right? You don't need to be the kind of person that's chatting it up for the entire duration of whatever amount of mileage you have in front of you. But rather, if you can just be with one another, supporting each other, providing that space, just that can make a major difference. Now, Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I'm scared to run with other people. I don't want to mess up. I'm afraid of what they're going to think. Maybe I'm not going to be fast enough. I have all of these nerves. How am I going to be any fun to be around? Listen, I have thought all of those things. And the reality is, is that whoever you're probably going to go out there with has thought them too. So have some grace. Trust me, you are stronger together. Whether it's a good friend, a family member, perhaps a local running crew, whatever your go-to pace may be, seek out someone who is aiming to be in the same Goldilocks spot, I love that word today, and move forward from there, knowing that, again, you have the opportunity to do it together. We're getting down to the home stretch here. Tip number six. I want you to remember that when things feel as though they are going off the rails, or if they do, in fact, go off the rails, it is normal and it happens to everyone. This always makes me think of that beautiful takeaway from the conversation that Alexi Pappas had with Rich Roll. I'll link to that episode here and the show notes. And I'll also make sure to link to her episode of Hurdle as well. But she has this takeaway from their conversation where she talks about the rule of thirds that her Olympic coach told her. And it's basically the premise is that a third of whatever you are working toward, the training that goes into that, a third of that's going to go really, really well. A third of it is going to be okay. And a third of it is going to be downright awful. So remembering that, right? Remembering that it is normal to either feel okay or not good at all. And that feeling that like amazing, easy, breezy sensation, it only comes around every once and again. And that's okay. That's why we go through all of those tough and frustrating. And like, how did I get here in this moment? Am I dying? I'm unsure. How did I get here moments? That's why we go through all of those difficulties to enjoy and appreciate the good because without the bad, we don't get there. Without the bad, difficult, anxiety-ridden moments, then we are not capable to truly embrace and appreciate all that is good and all of our hard work. So again, something to keep in mind. Remember that things will go off the rails at one point or another. It's okay. You have the opportunity then to either call it Embrace the moment for what it is and do what feels right for you. And know that, right? Know that this is your situation. It's not your friends. It's not your sisters. It's not your college professors, whoever. Do what feels right 
for you and focus on how you feel. And now the last thing to bring into the mix here, tip number seven, you get to do this, right? There are so many people, whether we're talking about a run or we're not talking about a run, that would probably kill to be in your shoes, to have an opportunity, the opportunity that you have right in this very moment. And I always think about this sentiment that you only get to do something once, whether it is your first time or your zillionth time lacing up your sneakers and getting out there. It's still the first time that you did it in this moment on this day. And even the most veteran individuals at their sport or their career or their practice, they have days where they are nervous too. So come back to calm. And no, you get to do this. You get to feel these nerves. You get to feel that excitement about your own opportunity and your own potential. I am literally sitting here with my hands over my eyes. I feel like I am a crazy person, but I get so worked up because it is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. It is such an empowering thing when you realize that you have the opportunity to chase whatever it is that lights your soul on fire. And for you, maybe it's that marathon, right? And for someone else, it's something else. And that's okay. But it's a really freaking amazing chance. Deep inhale. (laughs) Deep exhale. I hope this helps. I hope that this is the advice that you needed, the pep talk that you were looking for to start something that makes you feel some kind of way. And know that those nerves that you're feeling, they are normal. In fact, it would be weird if they weren't there at all. So chin up and keep hurdling. I want to know what you're working toward. Hit me up over on social, over at Hurdle Podcast or at Emily Abadi. And of course, I always love to celebrate you and your accomplishments in the weekly Hurdle newsletter in the Hurdler Spotlight. To be featured, the link to submit yourself and your shining photo for all Hurdlers to see is in the show notes. Thanks for the question, Christine. Another Hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>